everyone. Welcome to Thanks for Being Here, a short weekly pod to remind us of the many essential and beautiful ways we affect one another. Every Sunday, I'll read a submission from a listener of Kelly Corrigan Wonders. Could be wedding vows or a bat mitzvah toast, a eulogy or retirement speech. We believe this is the loveliest way to tap into our better selves and remember our highest values. We encourage you to share this podcast each week with one person you love, maybe someone you miss or need to bring closer, someone you want to feel your appreciation or admiration or both. This is Thanks for Being Here. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, guys. This week's Thanks for Being Here was submitted by Joy Thompson, and she says, Hi, Kelly and team. I've been loving Thanks for Being Here. Wanted to share this tribute I wrote to my grandmother, Zelda, after she passed away in 2021. She was a Holocaust survivor and one of the most joyful, open-hearted people I have ever known. Thanks, Joy, for sharing. Really proud to share this eulogy with everybody today. I was 10 years old when my mother queued up Schindler's List on our VCR. To my sisters and me, she said, you need to know what your grandmother went through. But the film's images of suffering didn't match what I knew of my paternal grandmother, Zelda. Her joyful greeting of mein Bubala, the way she piled our plates with her homemade blintzes and left vivid red lipstick kiss marks on our cheeks. She never talked about losing her sister, and her parents never spoke of surviving multiple concentration camps as an orphan. She had a bustling social life in her West Hollywood neighborhood. She danced at every opportunity and basked in the presence of her grandchildren like we were sunshine. When, on our wedding day, my husband smashed the glass under his foot and our guests shouted, Mazel tov. Zelda told me afterward that the moment was like the heavens opened. Baby, you have to understand, my dad said. She survived the ghetto, the camps, and now she sees her youngest granddaughter get married. You know what it all means? She won. You're her revenge against Hitler. As an adult, I wanted to know more about Zelda's past, so I poured over a transcript of her testimony, which she gave in the 90s. Just like after watching Schindler's List, I was astonished that she could endure so much suffering and still throw her arms wide open to life every day. She was on my mind when my water broke on Zelda's 87th birthday, a marathon labor followed by an emergency C-section made for a difficult postpartum recovery. Later, I marveled at my own stamina and resilience as a new mother traits I attribute to Zelda's blood flowing through my veins. The strengths and skills of our ancestors are also a part of us, writes Edith Eager, another Holocaust survivor. It's our legacy. It's our prize, too. 
I realized when my dad used to say we were Zelda's revenge against Hitler, he was right. The success and health of my family were her prize, but her resilience and joy were mine. When the pandemic hit, I found surprising comfort in revisiting my grandmother's story, as horrific as her experiences were, reading about them helped me process the fear I was steeped in. You can get through this, I told myself. Zelda had survived so much worse. Before the pandemic, we celebrated her 90th birthday. At the party, there were blintzes, though not as good as hers. Folk musicians played the guitar and the accordion. Zelda left her walker behind and headed to the dance floor, slowly waving her hands over her head, chin lifted proudly, snapping her fingers to the music. She and my daughter, a preschooler at the time, danced together. Afterward, she often praised my daughter's natural talent for dancing. For one so young, this I have never seen, she said in her heavily accented English. I visited her once in 2020 in the summer. My father was hospitalized with COVID in May, but he'd hung on for weeks for Zelda's sake. She's already been through so much. How could she bear losing a child, he said over the phone but I had spent months reading her testimony of survival. I knew she would eventually open her arms to life again. A few days after dad died, I stood six feet away from Zelda in the parking lot of the Los Angeles Jewish home. Instead of her usual vibrant colors, she wore black. Her cotton mask kept falling down, revealing the absence of her signature bright lipstick. My sisters and I clasped our hands over our hearts and said, I'm sorry again and again as Zelda put her wrinkled hand to her mouth and cried. After that, Zelda and I spoke on the phone almost weekly. It wasn't long before she was answering with her old cheerful greeting, the way she could make hello sound like a little song. But six months later, she was in and out of the hospital. When I called Zelda on her birthday, she was confused, and I couldn't understand her garbled words. I hung up the phone in tears. Three days later, she was gone. The pandemic political turmoil, and the climate crisis have made me anxious about the future we're creating for my daughter, now a kindergartner. Dystopian images fill my head. What will she have to survive in her lifetime? A few weeks after Zelda's funeral, we were playing Stevie Wonder on the record player. My daughter, Zadie, we named her after Zelda in the Jewish tradition, using the first letter of her name, had never heard Stevie Wonder. But when superstition came on, the music electrified her. She boogied around the living room, her chin lifted, her tangled brown hair swinging. I remembered then. Zelda's legacy is my daughter's prize too. Even through the unimaginable, Zadie will carry on. She'll dance. We both will. Thank you so much, Joy Thompson. I loved hearing about your grandmother and your daughter. Thanks, everybody. We'll be back with another episode of Kelly Corrigan Wonders on Tuesday. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. 
Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.